So too often we want to be always available. So people are DMing us on Instagram. They're sending us emails. They're messaging us on Facebook, you know, whatever. They're just sending us all these messages, TikTok, and they're SMSing you. And now you have all these communication points and you're like, oh my gosh. And when you have a few files as a rookie, you can probably get away with it, you know, because you've got one file and you're like, oh my gosh, or two files. As soon as the file count increases, you're going to screw yourself up. And so why not avoid it completely? So this is why I'm telling you this. Now I'm giving you like the tricks that you if you do now. It'll You'll skip right over this step. Think of it like the cheat codes in the video game. It's like, hey, you're going to run into this level. And if you do this now, you'll never run it. You'll just, you'll skip right past this level like nothing even happened. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about your communication probably sucks, and here's what to do about it. I know everybody says they have great communication, but the reality is that most people don't, and I'm going to give you some very tactical strategies you can use even as a rookie that will make you stand out and help you get more business from your clients with pro sources. Before we jump into that, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo's Canadian mortgage application document collection platform. It's very easy to use for borrowers. So as they're filling out the app, it's intuitive. And on your side, it then will send them a list of documents based on how they fill out that application. It's also connected to Lender Spotlight, which is the best tool for searching rates and guidelines. So you can know uh, what to do with that file. Check them out at lendesk.com slash Finmo. All right, so it's a pretty bold statement. Your communication sucks, and here's what to do about it. The reality is, is that everybody says, I have great communication. Reality is, is most people don't. And the reason they don't is because they actually don't have any way to measure it. They have no strategy around communication, and they are being hit from far too many angles, and they drop the ball. And you may not notice it now, especially if you're a rookie, but you will definitely notice it when you get busy. And so I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can prevent that. So I'll tell you how the pros do it that are far more experienced than you. And then you can apply it to your business today. So you don't have to wait and go through all the pain of figuring this stuff out. All right. So one of the first things that you should set yourself up for is a plan for how to handle leads, because the way you handle leads is the way you're going to handle the whole file. And so you can say to your referral partners, your realtors, your whoever else that, hey, we've got great communication, but most people don't measure it. So here's what I'd recommend doing. And I got this idea actually from Lori Rasmussen, who does 400 plus mortgages a year working in a very small town. And when I first interviewed her, I said, Lori, like, what are you doing? She does no advertising, like nothing. You can barely find her on Google, maybe a bit more now. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, we don't do anything special, Scott. I was like, no, you're doing something special because you're doing a ton of mortgages in a very small town just outside of Calgary. And one of the things they had was they never let their phone go to voicemail. So like when you had the office, somebody always picked it up. and Okay, for you as a new mortgage broker, I don't recommend trying to set that level of experience because it's going to be very difficult. If you got kids, you're working with another client, your phone rings, you shouldn't be dropping everything every time. In her case, she was able to do it because she had a small team and somebody on the team would always answer the phone. So I thought that was a clever idea and maybe it's something you can aspire to. But the other thing that she did, which I thought was brilliant, was she had a commitment that they would follow up with all leads within 30 minutes. So she worked with a lot of developers and builders and they'd send her a referral they would reach out to that lead within 30 minutes. And then once they reach out to that lead and they guaranteed it, they said, we guarantee that if you send us a referral, we'll reach out within 30 minutes or less. And then she would reach out to the referral source and say, hey, just to let you know, thank you for the lead. We got a hold of them in 22 minutes, well under a 30 minute commitment. If you remember back to Domino's Pizza, Domino's had that you know 30 minutes or free. It was a guarantee that they had. Now their pizza is not that great really, but yet people would order it because it's like it was quick and that they had communication. 
Now they have the online pizza tracker, which I think is absolutely brilliant. I can leave that for another future discussion, but I think that's another thing that can be replicated in the mortgage business. And in any case, so if you set a commitment of 60 minutes or 90 minutes, and you call it your communication commitments, you're talking to a real estate agent or referral partner and say, hey, we get a hold of all leads within 90 minutes or less guaranteed. And then when you do reach out to that referral source, and then afterwards you hang up the phone or you finish, then you reach back out to the person who referred you and said, hey, just to let you know, we got a hold of that referral source and 37 minutes, well under our you know 90 minute commitment. I'll keep you posted on how things go. You're going to create a moment of wow. They're going to be like, holy crap, nobody does this. Everybody says they have great communication. But if you apply this, I guarantee you'll pick up referral partners because it's hard to do. Like it's simple. Like this is a very simple concept, but it's very hard to deliver on consistently. Now, a couple of little caveats to this. It would be during business hours, you know, basically Monday to Friday between nine to five kind of thing. I would not give that commitment at eight o'clock at night on a Saturday, you're with your kids or you're you know, going to a movie or something. It doesn't make sense. But I would say we have a communication commitment where they get a hold of all leads within 90 minutes or 60 minutes or less during business hours. You do that, you'll have fantastic communication. If you're new in the mortgage business, and why I know communication matters is that depending on how many files you've done, I guarantee you, as you start to get doing more files, the underwriters you're going to love working with when you're submitting your files are the ones that communicate, the ones that when you message them, they get back to you. When you call them, you know, if they pick up the phone, there's some lenders out there that we have to work with that don't even, I don't even know why they have phones. But in any case, if they get back to you quickly, you're going to gravitate towards working with people. Even if the rate is not quite as good as somewhere else, we will tend to gravitate towards where there's better communication. And so it is a, one of the easiest things that you can do for your mortgage business is create a communication commitment that has a time on it and then hold yourself to that standard. You do that, you will instantly stand out from 95% of the people out there and you will have a way to create wow every single time that you get a referral. Instead of just saying, I got great communication, you probably don't. So that's the first thing. The second strategy that I would apply is having one path. So too often we want to be always available. So people are DMing us on Instagram, they're sending us emails, they're messaging us on Facebook, you know, whatever. They're just sending us all these messages, TikTok, and they're SMSing you. And now you have all these communication points and you're like, oh my gosh. And when you have a few files as a rookie, you can probably get away with it, you know, because you've got one file and you're like, oh my gosh, or two files. As soon as the file count increases, you're going to screw yourself up. And so why not avoid it completely? So this is why I'm telling you this. Now I'm giving you like the tricks that you if you do now. It'll You'll skip right over this step. Think of it like the cheat codes in the video game. It's like, hey, you're going to run into this level. And if you do this now, you'll never run it. You'll just, you'll skip right past this level like nothing even happened. So how do you do that? So one of the things that the best brokers that I know that I work with, they tell me that they push everybody through email. And so it doesn't mean leads can't come in. And they can come into you from DMs. They can come in from SMS. They can come in from... However, when they do, you always reply to them with the responses like, hey, thanks for reaching out. Shoot me an email. You can say for compliance purposes, for file monitoring purposes, to ensure we don't miss anything. We put all of our communication through email because this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to have files you're working on. You're going to have clients that want to SMS you and some that want to do other types of community. Some people send you a carrier pigeon, whatever. And you're going to be, everything's going to be going great. The file is going awesome. The frill source is great. And then they're going to message you one time. They're going to DM you and say, hey, I want to change my down payment. And you're like, okay, no problem but you're out in your car, you're driving your kids to their thing. Then you get back, you forget to do it. Next thing you know, the instructions go to the lawyer's office. They phone you and go, what the heck? You didn't listen. I thought you were good at communication. You know, you made a mess of my file and now I've got that. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then you go back and look and sure enough, they had sent you some random message in some random path that you have no idea. And then you missed it. This will happen to you for sure. Unless you push everybody to a single path. I'll give you two examples of brokers that do this. So one, uh, my buddy named Justin, who what he would say to referral partners, especially realtors, he'd say, hey, look, 
if you send me a real lead, please send it by email. Because if you look at my phone, you know, if you send me an email by or a message by SMS, what will happen is sometimes I'm not the best parent, but I'll hand my phone to my kid because he's, you know, in the back of the car doing, you know, whatever uh, to make him quiet. He will just go right past your message like nothing even happened. And so to ensure I don't miss anything, please send all referrals through email, right? That's the conversation you have so that I make sure we don't miss it. And same with Denise. Denise would show people like, hey, look, she'd show her phone. She got like, you know, 500 messages that are unread in her phone. She goes, if you want to make sure you get a hold of us, send everything through email so my team and I can respond to it. You probably don't have a team if you're a rookie. You will eventually have a team if you stick to this business long enough and start it now. Don't wait. Get everything into one path, a single path. That way you can control it. It's fine if leads start outside of that path. I don't mind, but they're all going down that path. As soon as I get them in, everybody's getting into email. And that way I don't run into these issues of, oh, shoot, I forgot to update X or, you know, they messaged me. But if, especially when you have an assistant, now you got to get that to your assistant. You forget there's a hundred ways that you're going to make a mess. If you want to skip that level completely, start this today. So those are my two tricks. There's plenty more of them. There's like literally dozens of more ways you can improve your communication. But those two are ones you can instantly apply even as a rookie, check them out. So the first is have a communication commitment that has a time on it, especially for leads and make sure that when you beat that, tell people. And when you don't, I would tell people too. be honest about it, right? Because it's important to just be transparent with people on it. And then the second is make sure everything follows through one path. Don't use multiple paths for communicating with clients. Okay, hopefully that helps you and uh, helps your communication get better. And uh, if you're a rookie and you want to improve your mortgage business, I encourage you to go check out rookie2rockstar.ca. I got a webinar there where we walk you through how we help rookie mortgage brokers find and fund their first 10 mortgages. We're very good at that. I'm saying we're very good. We have a great program and we actually have a system, a whole training, 100-day challenge. We got like coaches and it's broken right down step-by-step for you systematically to build a referral-based business. We've had a tremendous amount of success with it. You still got to do the work. I'm not going to pretend that it's like, oh, you know, there's no work involved. Of course, there's work involved, but you can make money like a doctor with a license that you can get in some cases in a week. You can't expect it to be like completely easy. However, if you have a plan and a path, your success rate goes up. So check out rookie2rockstar.ca. Thanks again for listening to this episode, and I will see you on the next show. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.